your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, the process of grief is a very complex one and everyone's journey is unique. If you're interested in sharing your experience and coming together with like-minded people, then there's an event in Newcastle West which might be just for you. Sinead Keane is a psychotherapist and yoga teacher and she joins me in the studio this morning to tell me a bit more. Good morning to Sinead. How are you doing? Morning, Joe. So, well, first of all, tell me a little about yourself how and why you got into psychotherapy and yoga teaching and is there even a connection between the two? Yeah, interesting question. Yeah, sometimes they don't necessarily go hand in hand. Um, So I suppose from a young age, I was always just very inquisitive and I kind of knew I was going to go down that route of working with people anyway. And as I got older, um, I became more aware of what psychology was and um, studied psychology as an undergraduate, went on then to train in psychotherapy. And I was just always fascinated with people, like why we do what we do and, you know, our behaviours, our thoughts, all of that. And um, yeah, just always had so many questions to ask. Um, But I suppose life, you know, I have been challenged myself a number of times in different areas of my life. And I suppose I sought out therapy and found that was really, really helpful. And um, during the last year of my training, um, I lost my dad to suicide and he was 56 years of age when he passed away. And it was just an absolute blow to me and the family and all of his friends in the community. And I suppose you know, I, I went on and finished out my training, which was really, really difficult um, to do. I took a break from seeing clients for over a year. Um, and then I suppose my plan had been to go down the master's route and study, you know, trauma in depth. But I found that like holistic practices were really, really helping me, such as like meditation and yoga and just really coming out of the mind and coming into the body. That's what really helped me get through the grieving process. So I suppose that took me on a new direction and hence why I wanted to study yoga and kind of merge the two together. Right. How do you merge them together? How does that work, Sinead? Yeah, so I suppose there are crossovers in that, like like that meditation and, you know, presence and mindfulness come into both. And um, like, I suppose in my work, I don't necessarily cross them over in that I offer, you know, yoga as one option and then I offer psychotherapy. But I would bring in breathing practices and mindfulness and meditation, you know, to both. So that's where the crossover is really. Mm. And you obviously found, you mentioned the benefit of uh, the two because the mind and body, I mean, it's one organ in the end, isn't it? Mm. One one entity, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And I do think that, that sometimes, you know, we can be too focused on one particular area like that, you know, we're trained to treat one area, you know, depending on our training and what we've we've decided to study. Um, but they are so interlinked and the mind, body and, and the soul or the spirit or, you know, consciousness, whatever that is, whatever you want to define that as for yourself. Um, so, yeah, I think I love to try and bring it all together holistically um, and yeah, because sometimes it can, when we try to isolate one area, another area gets rejected or left out and it is so interlinked, as you say. Mm. We're chatting to Sinead Keane. So what was the toughest part of the process of grief for you? Um. Oh, that's a, 
Yeah, there's so many parts. There's so many parts to grief. And that is, you know, what we'll be getting into on this at this event which I'll talk in more detail about in a little bit. Um, but there are so many stages of grief, you know. Um, you have just shock and denial, not being able to believe that this is your reality. And it is that a case of that, that like so many people talk about, that you never expected to come to your door. And it's just on a random, you know, for us, it was a random Wednesday evening towards the end of the summer. And you just don't expect it. It just comes thundering into your life. Um, so yeah, that, you know, the shock and the denial, but then you have all the other process, the stages of, you know, anger and the sadness and the, just the disbelief, the bargaining. Um, but I suppose, you know, for me, like the hardest part is just, or was just and is just because it's ongoing, you know, accepting that, like, you don't, you won't see that person again, you know, and like, you know, all of the the happy events going forward like that. I've had a baby since a little girl or, you know, my sister's wedding or different events, you know, that come up in our lives. It's just that like there's all it's always tinged with that bit of sadness because, you know, my loved one isn't there. And I think so many people will relate to that, that like, you know, it's that empty chair that's there. Um, that That is really hard hitting. So we shouldn't assume then that because someone's death is not shocking, you know, or sudden, that the stages of grief won't apply. They will. Oh, absolutely. They'll still apply. Even like how, you know, sometimes you'll hear when somebody's passed away, you know, oh, they had time to prepare. But like, how can you really prepare for that? There is no preparation. And I fully believe that, that like sometimes with grief, I I think people can compare, you know, oh, well, his experience was a lot worse. You know, it was sudden or, you know, you'd hear that. But like at the end of the day, grief is grief and it does hate just, you know, like and and the thing is, we all experience grief differently. And some people don't want to face it or look at it and put it on hold maybe for many years. But it's always there. And I actually do, I don't know if you saw Pat Spillane at the Sunday game um, and the day of the All-Ireland final. Did. And like, I was it? I don't know how long before over, I think. In half a century. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That his father had passed and he was so emotional. And like that just shows like how grief is always there and it's an ongoing process Mm. um and sometimes you know if we do try and park it or put it put it to one side which sometimes can help us but eventually we do need to look at it and be with it and process it yeah because it can be very complex can't it i mean some people obviously grieve you know they, they cry and you know that can be good for them as part of the cathartic process and then there are people and it looks on the surface as though it's not impacting on them, but it could be very deeply impacting on them. Yeah, and um, it's it's hard to know, you know, every, as as we've said, everybody is different. And so, yeah, some people, maybe it isn't impacting them that much that they're aware of. And others, I do think, just put on a brave face, you know, and, you know, behind the closed door, they're really feeling it and you'll really see the effects of it. And I suppose this is why, you know, we really want to get talking about grief and talking about, like, the impact of you know, of any loss on people that are left behind um, because it's so hard. Like, it is just so hard to get about, to get up and get on about your daily business. And, you know, you're given a couple of days off for the funeral, but then you're expected to go back to life, to real life. Or And like, you asked what was the hardest part. And that was one thing I really found hard was like that life just resumed as normal, you know, in inverted commas. And like, 
for me, my whole life had just dramatically changed. And, uh, you know, I was angry. I nearly felt like saying to people, like, how can you just get on with life? Like, you know, and that that's, you know, somebody's reality every day waking up that, like, their life has dramatically changed. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the event then. I know you're working with somebody else on it as well. Yeah, so I'm working, um, I'm bringing this event with a girl called Kira O'Malley. So she's from Mayo and she um, unfortunately lost her partner to a drowning accident in Canada. I don't know if you remember it. It was very, it was, you know, very much in the media at the time because he, he was actually missing for 10 months. And thankfully they managed to find his body and bring him back home. Um, and she is an amazing woman. She was his partner for 10 years and, um, has written a, a book about grief called, um, Miracles Appear When Loved Ones Are Near. And I read her book, um, um, yeah, I guess two years ago. And I remember like feeling, oh, like she views grief similarly. And I suppose what I mean by that is that, yes, like everything I've spoken about, the heartbreak, the challenge of it, but also that, you know, with with grief there comes a choice and that is to kind of get on with life and to not only get on with life but to make the most of life and continue to to thrive and to live life to the best of your ability and to know that you know I you know I think your most you know your loved ones would want that for you and so it's to bring you know hope to people that like you can still live you know a really prosperous life after such a tragedy and such a shock and Kira is just a perfect example of that like she's you know really just still getting out there getting on with her life and you know has found actually many blessings that have come since um David's passing so we're coming together to bring this event and it's called Life After Loss it's in Newcastle West in the Long Court House Hotel on sat- this Saturday the 1st um from 10 to 12:30 and i suppose what the event will inv- involve is a both Kira and i talking about grief talking about our experience of grief but also you know the stages of grief and how that shows up for all of us um we'll do a little q and a and there'll be tea and coffee and time for mimble um, sorry for um, mixing and mingling and um, then we will end with a little remembrance ceremony for all of our loved ones so we'd invite people to bring along you know a photograph or maybe an item that reminds them of their loved one to place um, up at the the top of the room and we'll have a little remembrance ceremony with music so yeah I think it's just you know to know that like you know that you're not alone in your grief and also that your loved one is remembered. And, you know, I'm aware that this isn't for everybody. Some people prefer to to grieve, you know, behind closed doors or in a one-to-one setting with a therapist, for you know, for example. But for others, they're missing that community. They're missing that connection with others and that understanding. Um, and like I say, the remembrance of their loved one. So Eventbrite is where people can go, is that right? Yeah, so you can purchase tickets on Eventbrite. So it's €33 Euros plus booking fee. And um, we also have a second event just in the off chance anybody listening is further up the country. Um, we are running one in Casa Bar in Mayo on Thursday the 13th. Um, from 7 to 9.30. So you can buy tickets um, for both of the events on Eventbrite or um, if you don't have access to Eventbrite, you can drop us an email at eventslifeafterloss at gmail.com. You mentioned, you know, big life events uh, where you'd miss a loved one. I mean, for you, what are the little things that hit you? 
Um, yeah, I suppose for me as a woman, like who, and I've got, of course, I'm not speaking on behalf of all women, but as I, for me, I know very little about cars and, you know, keeping my car on the road. So, you know, when I get windows, I like that comes on or windows, a flat tire, you know, I miss ringing my dad being like, dad, can you just please start this out? You know, um, so definitely that would be one thing or, oh, for God's sake, the limer curling matches like killed me because dad passed away in 2017 and like he travelled the length and breadth of the country for league games up to Edgerham and, and of course we've had four All-Ireland since then but I'm like I'm just a huge believer that he is cheering them on from where he is and that like yeah I know he's experiencing it enjoying it from wherever he is but you of course you just miss like that giving him a big hug after the game or dropping a text and saying like wasn't that brilliant and discussing it so they're the little things for me. All right. Well, listen, best of luck with the event and the grief is such a complex issue and fascinating to talk about it um, as well. And uh, Sinead Keane, psychotherapist and yoga teacher, thank you for joining us. And you can check it out, as I say, on Eventbrite. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nett on Live 95.